Hello, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Lost Art Podcast. I'm Paul, and I'm here with Gar. That's me. And uh, we are going to do a volume two. We don't do them many times, but mm. we figured we were due one because we put so much effort into that wonderful live TV show that we did for you last week, which actually turned out really well. I don't know it, if you saw it or not, it. but if you didn't, suck, you suck. Yeah. Uh, no, no. But uh, no, a lot of people are busy and stuff. Uh, but a lot going on. But um, yeah, we decided to do something. I, I don't know why. I, I, I messaged you about this and I was like, fuck, I didn't even know about this. We did, a, we did a podcast that was it was pretty good. It wasn't one of our best ones, but mm. I think... So what we did was we did Second Generation. We did this a, few, a good few yeah. months ago, possibly yeah. six months ago, about artists from musical families. So we did... A, I have the list here. So Jeff Buckley was there because he's mm. Tim Buckley's son. Mm. Hank the Third, Jacob Dylan from The Wallflowers, Bob Dylan's son. Uh, I'm going to list them all out for Volume 1 so you know yeah. that. We, ha- we have covered these ones already. Um, if you haven't listened to this episode, maybe shoot back in this. You don't have to. It doesn't really matter. Mm. Uh, Miley Cyrus, Nancy Sinatra, Sean Ono Lennon, Julian Lennon. Mm. Mad, who was from Madball? I have Madball written down here. Someone from Madball. Uh, Madball. Did they do Madball? Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's uh, Freddie Croiken, who yeah. is the little brother, little adopted brother, I believe, um, of Roger Mira from Agnostic Front. And there's, there's another like, Cuban connection. Yeah. 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 Cuban music. Um, then we... We had Nora Jones, we mm. had Naz, who's a famous father, uh, Eliza Blue from Deadsy, uh, who's Cher and Greg Almond's son, and then we yeah. had Shooter Jennings. So we have covered those ones in the first... Uh, kind of the volume. obvious ones, yeah. Yeah, we, it's, it's actually good to get the, the obvious ones. So, mm. you know, mm. uh, yeah, there's good stories, great stories in those, but I do think I enjoyed this one more. So hopefully. This one this one makes more sense to me. For, for this one, I widened it up a little bit. And that oh, I, yeah. I, I included like people whose parents are just in the kind of arts industry in general. That's so fine. That's people fine, who, yeah. you know, were, were stage actors, movie actors, fucking movie actors. Yeah. Fucking actors. How about that? It's still um, second generation of someone mad famous. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Just people whose family were in, in, in um, known for their, their entertainment um, career. Yeah, let's, yeah. Put it, let's put it that way. Uh, so, uh, gonna do, you want to do it a little bit different tonight as well, don't you? I do want to do a little bit different. Yeah, I want to play the song first because I think it's interesting because I was shocked by some of these being yes. actually quite good. And yeah. some of them, some of them weren't. Like I had, my God, I feel bad saying this, but I had Billy Joel's daughter on this and the song is <laughs> bad. And she has one song that sounds like a rip off of another song. I can't remember. And then she plays uh, I Love You Just The Way You Are, which is Billy Joel's song. I'm like, no, I don't. I don't think so. I've got to pick this. So the ones I've picked are. Uh, we're going to play. We're going to play the music for us, and yeah. not not to see if you can guess it, but it just. I think it might be more interesting to find out who it is afterwards. Yeah. Okay. I know that sometimes when I sh- I tune out when someone goes, "This is this person," like, yeah, it's yeah, going to be yeah. crap. This yeah. might change your mind on somebody. So Possibly. who is uh, who is your first one? Actually, play it there. So let's play. Let's let's play the first one and see how we go. I know this song so well. I love this song, yeah. but I don't know. I can't wait to find out who. Uh, Don't you know, don't you know, things are going away 
there you have it right that's such so, a banger I it's absolutely a killer. love that song it's a killer of a song I tell you I what love right, that song. when I was doing the research into this first thing I do is I, I know I know because we pick six we pick I'm a little bit far, further away from the mic than I usually am so uh, so why actually yeah um, mostly because all of my equipment is uh in their little TV studio, so oh right, we're back. To, we're back to having everything cobbled together again after having like such a savage sweet rig for ages. Um, yeah. So uh, I, I normally know what I'm doing. Uh, I have a or have a rough idea. Like I'll, yeah. we generally pick six songs, and normally like two or three will be like instantly. The second we mention, I go, I know who the fuck I'm picking, and then I yeah, have to course. go and do some some digging around. And this is yeah, one of the refresh, ones refresh the brain. Oh, or, yeah, sometimes yeah. we find a new one and go, holy yeah, shit! One, I, I'm forever finding new ones. Then I go digging. Like I'm not the, I'm not the fucking encyclopedia. You know what I mean? No, um, but that's not that wouldn't be that much fun. As well no, as that, like useless. we're learning as you're learning something. Exactly, because we are the authority. No, we're not. <laughs> um, but we're like two below the authority above you the listener let's put it that way um, oh, Wilson oh. Phillips I don't know who was uh, who there, like, is there, I know there's three girls I don't know it's, I don't know what to crack with them I didn't know there was someone uh, famous in their uh, media well uh, well okay. ancestry this is it's not a two for one this is a three for one deal oh wow so this blew my fucking mind when I, when I read this first because I again I knew this song I knew the name but I hadn't a clue who anybody was connected to, right? Yeah. So, Wilson Phillips, Hold On is the name of the song. The people in the band, Kearney Wilson and Wendy Wilson, are the daughters of Brian Wilson from the Beach Boys. I did not know that. Right? Absolutely did not know that. Now, the third lady in the band is a woman named China Phillips, and she is the daughter of John and Michelle Phillips from the Mamas and the Papas. No way, and they're such California surfy bands. Yep, yep, they're all California. Now, even uh, Kearney and Wendy's mother is a woman named, uh, oh, what's her fucking name? Uh, Marilyn, Marilyn Wilson Rutherford is her full name. And she, right. was in a, she was in a band called The Honeys. And The Honeys were a band that were put together by the Beach Boys record label to be like the female equivalent of the Beach Boys. And all of their songs were written by Brian Wilson as well. So he was like their yeah. musical director. So they, like, they, well, the Beach Boys are singing songs about surfing USA. The Honeys are singing songs about putting together the picnics on the beach while the boys are surfing. Do you know what I mean? That kind of shit. <laughs> they, they didn't last very long. Um, but obviously, Brian and Marilyn got together uh, for a while, had a, had a gaggle of kids. And uh, Kearney, Wendy... And China all grew up in the same uh, fucking neighborhood when they were kids. So the mamas and the papas and the beach boys and the honeys all lived in the same kind of subdivision in California. So the, uh, these three yeah. girls grew up, they're all of a very similar age, all within a couple of years of each other. And they had, like, they, they had these little pop bands and shit like that that they would be singing um, kind of in the, in the living room and shit like that. And obviously the dad loved the instruments floating around. That, mothers and fathers both had instruments laying around. So they yeah. all learned how to write songs and play songs and all this kind of shit. Now, it gets even better. So the first album comes out in 1990, sells a fucking bajillion, right? Literally sells, mm. sells 10 million copies. 10 Jeez. million copies, right? At one stage, they were the biggest selling female group of all time. Of all what? time. I know. Really? Off the back of this one first album, right? That this, this, I remember this song being huge, but I don't remember it being that fucking huge. But obviously, yeah, it was a. And certain... obviously, it had a, it had a massive revival in in bridesmaids as well. <laughs> exactly, but it was so fucking big. Now, here's another thing that I only found out uh, coming to the end of this nonsense. Well, first of all, they broke they broke up and got back together again a couple of times, and they all went yeah. off on their own solo things. I think they all went off and recorded Christmas albums. There's something Christmassy um, in these two families where they just good money in that. Uh... In that Apparently, seasonal dollar. You, you would think that. Um, but they're all mad for fucking making Christmas albums. 
which is fucking insane. Yeah. But what I did find out is they, this is mad, they sang backing vocals on four or five seconds with Kanye West, Paul McCartney and Rihanna. That song. No way! That's them singing. That's mad! That's fucking crazy. I hadn't a that's solitary crazy. clue that that was a thing. Like it literally not a bad little song either as well. I like that song a lot. First time I heard yeah. it, I hadn't, I hadn't a fucking clue what was going on. It took me ages to realize who it was. But yeah, they're singing backing vocals on that song. I think a lot of times you read through Kanye West's liner notes and you're like, or even just go on to like websites to find out who's on his songs. Yeah. Mind blowing stuff. Oh like yeah, yeah. You would not expect yeah. that. Shit, man. Doesn't really get, doesn't really get air. Uh, you know, mentioned a lot, but like yeah. the, the press aren't going to go, oh, Wilson Phillips or anything. Who? Exactly. Who's he? Who's but Wilson? Like, <laughs> but like, when you think about it, if you, if you were to do the math on it, right, like I guarantee you, Wilson Phillips have sold more albums than fucking Kanye. Do you know what I mean? His song. Like, uh, ten, it's possible. 10 million in the first, for the first album alone. 10 million copies. The largest selling female group of all time. They upset the Supremes. The Supremes were the largest selling female group of all time. And they knocked the yeah. Supremes off the fucking... Off the, I did not know they were not big. I just knew they were like a one-hit wonder. As well, yeah. as far as I know, they are. Yeah. Over I, in I, Ireland, the, that's all I knew about them. Exactly. I think they had two or three other songs that done particularly well off that album. I think it was like five singles and three of them done real well, something like that. Back yeah. in the day when they just... Half the fucking album was singles. Uh, but the pedigree they <laughs> come from is bananas. And that song is fucking shit hot. I love that song to bits. Um, so that's yeah. off their self-titled fucking uh, fourth album, I believe. Um, but Wilson yeah, Phillips listen, by Wilson that's Wilson Phillips. Phillips. Exactly. Hold on by Wilson Phillips. That's my very, very first one. Who is your yeah. very first one? Um, my very first one is a song called Halfway to Hell. Give it a, give it a bash there. Give it a blam. Yeah. yeah, that's a really good song. That's a really good song. I actually really like this album. I listened to a good bit of it and I thought it was really good. Can you tell who that is? No. That's mad. Right, so that is Elliot Sumner. Okay. And instantly you might think Elliot Sumner, Bernard Sumner from Joy Division and um, New Order. It's okay. not. It's not. Okay. They are the it? child of Trudy Styler and Gordon Matthew Thomas Sumner, who mm. is Sting, and if you well, listen to her again, I keep saying her. It's a it's a non-gender pronoun that she yeah. uses. But she's just a she again. Well done, Paul. It's gonna happen a lot. It's okay. I'm gonna do this because in my head I knew of the band I blame Coco, who Elliot is from initially, where okay. it was just everywhere was like Sting's daughter, Sting's daughter, Sting's daughter, Sting's daughter. So yeah. that's sort of in my head now, but. They use they as a pronoun. Yes. Um, if you listen back, the absolute bang of Sting mm. off their voice is 
incredible. Yeah. And just now the, the articulation yeah. and the staccato of it. It's mad. Um, I actually really think this is really good. So they were in, uh, uh, <laughs> they were 17 really? when they were signed, um, put into a band, I Blame Coco. Hmm. And it was a really super commercial overly produced and overly meddled with album because they were told that they were going to be allowed to do whatever they wanted after they get a big lump of hits yeah. together or whatever like that. You know what I mean? Like that. And, uh, they never liked the album. They never blended with their own music. Really? They never liked it at all. So, uh, they sabotaged their own music career by Oof. stopping touring, stopping speaking to the management and stuff like mm, that. Mm. At the end of the day, they were probably like, Stings my dash. Up. Now, yeah, sure actually, this is this is not one of those things. Um, they went into, they moved all by themselves to a cottage in the Lake, Lake District and became an electronic artist and a DJ and oh. started under the name Val, V-A-A-L, and mm. started playing clubs everywhere. Absolutely no mention that they were related to Sting at all. Built it up there. And then only recently, well, recently enough, this is from 2016, the album uh, mm. Information. Yeah, they decided enough, to yeah. come out under, the, under their own name of uh, Elliot Sumner. All right. And uh, I actually really like this. I have I to say, it's it's an interesting kind of take on things. It's Some of it is quite poppy. It's actually a nice blend of pop. and Because yeah. the other stuff I was listening to, it, it sounds like the I Blame Coco band. sounds a bit like mm. an overproduced Florence and the Machine with all yeah. the good bits taken out. And it's just like a lot of <laughs> like that. Yeah. So there's a good though. few songs. There's a good few songs on this. Dead arms and and, and legs and after dark are good songs as well. Yeah. I'm actually really happy I gave this a proper listen because I'm pretty sure I heard I blame Coco before and I was like, eh. me, eh. yeah, yeah. That yeah. was when it was just things daughter, things daughter, and mm. now it's just Elliot Sumner yeah. in this music. Good, and, uh, I like it a lot. Who is? Do I have anything more? No, it's more interesting. Who's your next one? Uh, my next one is is probably the most obvious one on this list, but I kind of had to get it out of the way because I was going to put on the first one. I'm just going to play a little bit here. Now you'll know instantly what, what the fuck is going on. Might be a cabaret old chum, so come to the cabaret. I used to have this girlfriend known as Elsie. With whom I shared four sordid rooms in Chelsea She wasn't what you'd call a blushing flower As a matter of fact, she rented by the hour The day she died, the neighbors came to snicker Well, that's what comes from too much pills and liquor But when I saw her laid out like a queen she was the happiest corpse I'd ever seen. There you have it. So it's obviously yeah. Liza Minnelli, obviously. Yeah. And um, I mean, I, listen, most people will know him. Some people... I, I'm a big fan not. of Liza Minnelli as an actor. I really like, especially, especially in Arrested Development. But, you know, That's right, she's yeah. a phenomenal singer with that music. You know, we both uh, can't deal with it. Can't yeah, deal with I can't, that, uh, like, singy fucking 
uh, musical theatre is not really my bag. Now that's obviously no. this is. A but really, that wasn't that bad. And I do, I, like I said, I do have a lot of time for Eloisa Minnelli. That's that's cabaret, by Eloisa yeah. Minnelli. Off cabaret. It's 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 exactly what it says on the fucking tin, isn't it? Yeah. So Eloisa Minnelli's uh, mother was Judy Garland from The Wizard of Oz. Yeah. And and you get your gun and fucking all this kind of shit. And her father was a, a director called Vincent Minnelli. And he was the guy who directed like an American in Paris, uh, sorry, an American in Paris, Brigadoon and Gigi, you know, very famous old time kind of Hollywood director mm. as well. Um, Liza Minnelli loves getting married. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah, she's just <laughs> constantly like forever. Like how big into the weddings. She's born in 1946. Like I don't understand. She's just it seems like every 15, 20 years she just has to have a new wedding. Um, well, just gets married again. Enough. America and, and show business. Exactly. It's, yeah. It's, it's, they, yeah. They can't all be Sting having tantric sex babies. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so um, she started off as a nightclub singer and then eventually became like a stage actress and then moved into obviously TV acting and movie acting. She's one of these kind of, jet, kind of probably one of the last of the old time Hollywood entertainers. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Where whatever you need... Liza Minnelli can throw it at it. You need a bit of comedy, she can be funny. You need a song sang, she can sing She's it. You need so her up. talented, to exactly. Be fair, like. Exactly. You need her up on the fucking boards, uh, doing fucking uh, off Broadway shit or Broadway stuff. No problem. The only person to call really left in the world that can do it all. Literally, she probably yeah. put a fucking shed up for you if you wanted as well. Um, what I found out then in 1989, she collaborated with the Pet Shop Boys on an, on an album called Results. Oh, I think I remember that being horrible. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, it's garbage. <laughs> I, I had, to, I had a listen to it, gone. but she started she start getting like a little taste for kind of obviously with the eighties pop music was huge, and you had MTV and stuff like that. So she seen this as a way to kind of keep the keep profile high. And Pet Shop Boys would have been huge in nineteen eighty nine, so it was a decent enough uh, thing for her to work on. Um, mm. the, the the last thing, oh, she, she up until the late eighties actually, she was touring with Sammy Davis Jr. and Frank Sinatra as well, which is a weird mm. combination as well. Um, who were again all rounders. Again, um, actors, singers, fucking dancers, whatever you needed. So she, I can only imagine how good that tour would have been. Uh, a little fact that I found out, I hadn't a fucking clue. And I said this to you like two days ago. Um, yeah. Liza Minnelli sang on Mama by My Chemical Romance on the Black Parade album. <laughs> I hadn't a fucking clue. I, like, I'd listened to that song a thousand times and I heard, I've heard that bit of the song a thousand times and I, honest to God, no lying, I just assumed it was like one of the lads in the band pretending to be like an old woman. You know, doing that kind of... <laughs> Honest to God, I just thought it was someone messing. And then I read it there the other night, I was like, get the fuck out of here. So Liza Minnelli is running around fucking getting married, doing fucking tours with Frank Sinatra and making albums with the Pet Shop Boys. And then like not that long ago, it's jumping in with My Chemical Romance and recording songs with them. Like, it's batshit, man. I also found out that her, her mother, Judy Garland, was only four foot 11. She's tiny. What? Was she? Four foot 11, her ma. Right, her ma that's, was absolutely tiny. small person. Really, really, really small. I think that's like that might be two. two I'm trying to remember what the cut off is. Does it? Does it? A cut oh, off for the le- legally be legally class, to be as called as like as a little person. Um, I can't yeah. remember what the, I think it's like four nine or something like that. And, and above that, you're still in kind of bog standard fucking territory. But I think it's four nine below. I could be wrong. I think it's four nine below. Is like it's you're, well. you're a little person. Um, and her ma had an affair with Orson Welles. Well, both of them are married as well. I would have as well, to be fair. To be fair, like if you're going to have a, have an affair with anybody, Orson Welles is probably the man to do it with. Mm. Um, 
So I just, I'm going to orgasm now. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Hold okay. on tightly. Um, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that's that. Listen, Liza Minnelli Cabaret. It's a grand song. It's not really my bag. Um, she just comes from incredible stock. Like our mother and our oh, yeah, absolutely. incredibly, incredibly fucking talented. So yeah. we're moving on. Who is your next one? Right, let's play a bit of this. <laughs> okay, do I have a line? I have it lined up. Let's get this going. You you're good. You're good. You're a very good man. A lot of people will probably recognize her voice. The it voice is, is the daughter, very, very peculiar. Yeah. The daughter of one of the most influential men in metal of all time, the Prince of Darkness, Ozzy Osbourne. Daughter of Sharon and granddaughter of Don Arden, manager of Jerry Lee Lewis, Little Richard, Air Supply, Small Faces, Black Sabbath and ELO. Kelly Osbourne, ladies and gentlemen, obviously. Um, that song was apparently written by Linda Perry. However... Really? That's that's so obviously fade to grey by Visage. It is even yeah. down to the like. I, I the, here's the thing, right? I went for a minute. I couldn't remember it's Steve Strange's name for a second. I couldn't remember. Who, so I wanted to write down who who had actually written it. Mm. So I clicked into the song when I was on it, and I went written by Linda Perry. Went, Hang on a second. I know for a fact it's not. Mm. That's not a hey <laughs> song. It's not a. Uh, four non blondes that's a visage song it is visage yeah and i was like are they crediting visage at all for this they didn't and they're not that's crazy scumbags they didn't uh so i let the copyright issues was settled out of court uh when osborne's writing team agreed to give visage a share of the royalties i'll tell you one thing right now right the entire song is a complete ripoff yeah. of fade the great even like how would you have randomly like a french like subway announcer at the yeah. start of it. It's such a random thing. And then the cold and silence. And she says, back to silence or something. Yeah. Like, you're using the same words in the same tone, yeah. in the same melody. Like, that's fine. But I thought it was kind of cool until I realized that they were trying to get yeah. away with that without any that fireworks going off over your way. Fireworks. Fireworks. So, yeah, this is off uh, Miss Osborne's second, last al- second and last album mm. after her, fir- her first album was kind of a more foray into Al- Avril Lavigne style pop. Yeah, that's right, yeah. Um, like, that's I how like she launched, wasn't it? She launched all fucking kind of yeah. skate-her-cocked like, uh, fucking type of thing. Nah, nah, yeah, to tell yeah. you anyway. Yeah. Shut up! That song. Yeah, yeah that song, yeah, Shut yeah. Up, was the big song. It was carbon copy. But, yeah. uh, 
but at least the songs weren't an absolute carbon copy. Yeah, I always like, I genuinely don't mind Kelly Osbourne. She's fine. She's grand. She seems cool enough. She's down to earth yeah. enough. She's a bit mad. Like, they're all a bit mad at that show. Uh, she was never going to be a music trendsetter. It seems like she fell into music kind of conveniently. Mm-hmm. Like, it's like, well, what's big now? It's like, Dad, I want to do an album. He's like, okay. And, uh, like, give, can, I, can I do this? Like, she goes into the name Kelly Osbourne. She's in the show Osbourne. She's not remotely trying to hide anything. Yeah, That's yeah. fair enough. So she launched it off the back of the Osbournes. Um, yeah, of course. Three Watch albums in four years, I think. Uh, I don't know. I think she does a lot of charity work now. But mm. honestly, don't have. She was on the the, the women's the voice, not the voice. What's that show? The word. I think the word. Where she? I remember she made a big gaff when she was really. Oh, she mentioned about like Donald Trump and and how she made some gaff that made it sound like she was saying that. Latin people are only good for cleaning toilets, but she was trying to put, I know what she was doing. She was trying to put the insult in a straw man form. Yeah. For Donald Trump, but she took the fucking heat of it and got burned down. Yeah. Proper fucking uh, wicker man style. <laughs> <laughs> when it, when it, that's what happens when a straw man backfires on you, you, you wicker man yourself. Yes. That's what happens. Yes. So uh, that's, uh, look, that's Kelly Osborne. I wanted to put it in there for a reason. Uh, we'll talk about it later. Yes. Uh, okay. Kelly Osborne, she's fine. She's likable enough. I always never had a super she's fine. She's fine. They're bratty teens. I exactly. did love her impression of uh, Christina Aguilera on the Osborne <laughs> Christmas specials. I remember. Uh, that's it. So, let's move on. Who is okay. your next second generation from volume two? All right, we're just going to hit play here and let it roll. Yes, let me hear this. So that was obviously Lily Allen. Um, obviously, the, obviously the Carpenters close to you in there as well. So everybody knows that was fucking Lily Allen. There's, there's no escape. Yeah. And also, most people will know that um, Lily Allen's brother is uh, Alfie Allen, who played uh, Theon Greyjoy on Ooh. Game of Thrones. So that's the big. Everybody knows that. Yeah, yeah, he shit. lost his sausage. He did. He lost, I think he might have lost the, lost the fucking sausage and the two spuds. I'm not entirely sure. Ooh. Yeah, I think the whole they took the whole spang up, and that's how they. How they What's uh, your name? Reek. Yeah, Reek. Um, <laughs> fuck me, I can't. I start crying. Laugh at that. Although it's it's a terrible show, and it's well, terrible. it was a great show, it but was. terrible. And also, it didn't actually happen to Alfie Allen. So. Mm, mm. Yeah, it should have though the way they fucking changed that character. It's fucking garbage. <laughs> Yeah, they did that to a lot of characters, uh, oh metaphorically God. and spiritually. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, he was the only one who got it physically done. Yeah. Um, so her father is a uh, Keith Allen, who's an actor, and you're going to know him. You, you might not recognise the name, but you're <gasps> absolutely. Hang on, Keith Allen know. from Vindaloo. From I think he was in Vindaloo. He was in Shallow Grave. He was in Train Spotting. He was in Kingsman. He was in Eddie the Eagle. He's one of these kind of English actors that's in fucking everything. He always plays like a hard nut. Um, yeah. Like a he shaved head, song, hair. Bindaloo. Yes. Bindaloo. Yes. That's him. That's yeah. him, isn't it? That's him. Yeah, exactly. uh, I know Keith. I did not know that that 
That's her, that's her dad. And her mother is a woman called Alison Owen, who's a producer. She was a producer on stuff like Shaun of the Dead and Brick Lane and a lot of movies. Um, now, here's where it gets interesting. So, Keith Allen, he left the family when uh, Lily was young enough, right? But I think they had a weird relationship where, you know, they go and see each other on the weekends and all this kind of shit. The usual yeah. kind of uh, separated parents kind of malarkey. But uh, it turns out that Alison Owen, the ma, um, ended up living with Harry Enfield, the comedian. So Lily Allen grew up with Harry Enfield as like a stepdad. Right. And her dad's best mate, Keith Allen's best mate, was Joe Strummer. So Lily Allen grew up hanging out with Joe Strummer. No way. So like her I have first, a lot of time for Lily Allen. I like Lily Allen's music. It's, it's, it's fine. It's, it's fine. like happy, happy Camden music. It is mad candle. I find our, our lyrics kind of like real oh, obvious, yeah. to be honest with you. Um, yeah. Something lyrically about it. Now, when she started off, uh, her father was really interested in music as well. So Keith Allen was mad into music. He, I think he harbored fucking ideas of starting a band with Joe Strummer and all this kind of shit. And right. uh, I think he played a couple of instruments and he jammed with Joe every now and again. And mm. um, <laughs> So if you, if you go back, like her first release, uh, she put out on MySpace. I mean, that's, that's how far back we're going. And she got a MySpace lot of, records. Exactly. Actually, no, not actual. No, that was, there, was, there was a MySpace record. There yeah. was, right. Yeah, for about a year, and then it was gone. Um, <laughs> we talked about that before. There was a, the best, one of the best Pennywise albums the punk band put. Uh, I think the first ever album released on MySpace records was uh, Pennywise Reason to Believe, which is an excellent fucking album. And because mm. it was put out on MySpace records, it's really hard to find now. Um, it's real say, fucking, yeah. real hard. I mean, physical copies were, physical were copies made are based on a, a digital form. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> or a digital um, network, so, yeah. So she released, um, she released her first kind of little, they were all like little mixtapes and songs and shit like that. She released them there. And apparently like her dad was writing lyrics for her and Joe Strummer was helping her out with music. Like, like she was doing it all herself. Like I'm not, I'm yeah. not putting it onto her dad and Joe Strummer. She was definitely doing it herself. But the first couple of songs were all like ska and reggae kind of related kind of electro ska electro reggae so she was definitely getting that from Joe Strummer and then lyrics and like uh, ideas for songs she was getting off of that she was very young at the time she was putting these out so uh, she got she ended up leaving school at like age 15 she was like fuck this I'm going to be a musician and uh, she got signed to a small label I can't remember what the name of the fucking label was Um, she got signed 17 I think she was yeah Uh, sorry 15 she leaves school 17 she gets signed by a label and uh, the person who signed her gets sacked before her album comes out, so her album gets literally deleted, and she's left oh. like holding her dick in her hand. You know what I mean? So she ends up and uh, she ends up becoming a florist. Her brother, yeah, exactly. He's in need. Um, so she ends up becoming a florist for a couple of years. Um, and so she goes off, like studies horticulture, and becomes a florist. She's like, "Fuck this music!" But it gets back, gets to where after that's a good, that's a good way to get in. Like, what's your name, Lily Allen? You're hired, Lily. In. Go. In, in, uh, exactly, and uh, so off she goes. Next, what's your another, name? It's yeah, you, O'Brien. You're exactly. also heard. Exactly. Lily, you're yeah. fired. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Lily, you're out. Rose, you're in. <laughs> and um, so she goes off. She records some more stuff, and it's kind of less ska and and uh, reggae influence this day. So it's becoming more the kind of Lily Allen stuff we we coined and now. So she she ends up with just like a rocket up her arse because I knows loads of people in the music business and are fucking are kind of 
uncle essentially without being an uncle by blood is Joe Strummer and she grew up yeah. at Harry Enfield she's got like she has the connections but she also has the talent so she's able to fucking get in and she releases a lot of fucking um, <coughs> releases a lot of mixtapes so th- this was the big thing back, at, back in fucking uh, like late 90s where mixtapes 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 and uh, she gets now gets signed all of a sudden she's like headlining festivals and doing particularly well then she's, uh, things start going a little bit awry with her where she um she gets mad into fucking gargle and drugs and shit like that, and she ends up. Yeah, she, she, yeah. yeah she, ca- she called in sick to the Oil of Wife Festival. Um, she's meant to be like on one of the headliner stages. She called in sick, saying, "I'm dying, I'm in bits, I'm in ribbons." And then photos come out of her. She went to uh, she went to Cannes Film Festival instead uh, and ran around fucking far. yeah, ran around topless off her fucking nut. So and loads of uh, paparazzi got photos of her, and that caused a lot of fucking shit. So she ended up. I think she wrote a book about it. And they released the book and they start releasing albums. She put out an album out with uh, Mark Ronson, which done particularly well. Um, that's Lily Allen. Keith Allen was her yeah. father. Alison Owen was her mother. And obviously Alfie Allen, then is the brother. Um, but like the, the extended family, the, like the actual family and the extended family is fucking batshit mad. Like you have five points of fucking contact there across the board. Yeah. You know? <laughs> for everyone but yeah. uh, that was Lily Allen and this, that song fuck you it's okay it's fine it's just to give everybody a fucking idea listen you, you know it's fucking it's grand it's it's a Lily Allen song it's grand yeah uh, who is your next one let's play this I like this one okay I'm gonna get yeah. this get nurse going I don't know how to play there's a vague illusion of I like that. So that is the daughter of one of the most influential men in metal, the Prince right. of Darkness, Ozzy Osbourne, daughter of Sharon Osbourne, and granddaughter. Of the, you think I'm having a stroke right now? No. Don Arden, manager of Jerry Lee Lewis, Little Richard, Air Supply, Small Faces, Black Sabbath, and ELO. Arrow, A-R-O, is yeah. Amy Rachel Osbourne, the oh, other Osbourne real? sister. Is that the secret yeah. one that wasn't allowed on the, on the telly? No, she was allowed on it. She just never wanted to go on it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. She was hiding, wasn't she? Yeah, she was like, oh, so she always shit. wanted to be a musician, but never wanted to be anything. She's also unbelievably stunning looking because the rest of the family are like, whatever. Look like spuds <laughs> with hair, don't they? Yeah. <laughs> She's yeah. like absolutely stunning model. Like, and she was the one that did not want to be on the camera, which is, you know. So Sick she's a year, Yeah, she's a year older than Kelly. Oh, uh, is that all? Okay. Jack I was 34, Kelly's 35. Yeah. Um, fuck me uh, man they're all like A-R-O, a little A-R-O. bit younger than us like yeah, a little bit crazy, we were yeah. watching them on telly and they were like our age and I feel like I feel like they were babies when we were fucking watching it I know yeah well they're like yeah they're only a couple of years younger it's like, crazy yeah. 
Oh, fuck I man. always liked him, even though I, yeah, Jack was, I don't know. Jack, he always wore a tool t-shirt like me, so. Ah, bestos, absolute bestos. <laughs> so yeah, she doesn't use her own name. She goes under Arrow, A-R-O, yeah. Amy Rachel Osborne. Obviously, she does have a band, but um, yeah. it's it's based on her name. Much like Bon Jovi or Noel Rogers yeah. featuring Sheik. Or Sheik and Noel, <laughs> Noel Rogers and Sheik. Yeah. yeah, so like I said, she did not want to appear on the thing. Yeah, on the on the Osbournes at all, uh, doesn't want anything handed to her because uh, she wanted to go in much more kind of Portis heady, Peter yeah, yeah. style of music rather than her sister's Avril Lavigne, uh, yeah, uh, stuff or indeed Aussie full on classic yeah. band metal. Yeah, <laughs> another pigeon enthusiast like myself. Yeah, yeah. She says she absolutely <laughs> does not regret going on the TV show, oh, even she's though right, her, yeah. her numbers are very low on Spotify compared to even Kelly. Like, ah, yeah, 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 of course. But look, I know what I prefer to listen to. No offense, yeah, but yeah. Kelly's that music good. was contrived, ripped off. Ah, of, of course, yeah, yeah. The, that was a that's kind of a nice little song. So yeah. that's it. She she has a new song out this year actually called "Shared Something with the Night," mm. and she's I think she's really given it a go. But now obviously she's not going to give the tour anywhere. Yeah, for yeah, yeah, a while. That's sickener. Arrow. Amy Rachel Osborne. Cool. Who is your next? Because we'll just hit hit play here and have a listen to this. So that's uh, Lola Wolf is the name of that act. Uh, the mm. Lola Wolf is um, Zoe Kravitz, who was Lenny Kravitz and Lisa Bonet's daughter. Oh, right. Yeah. yeah I, um, I, I had this on an early list and I didn't put it on uh, yeah, it's, because I noticed that you did. So yeah. I kind of knew, but um, I also was finding a hard time picking a song because every song is totally different. Yeah, and it's also it's okay. Sorry, it's fairly it's fairly like she just likes to be some seemingly like following whatever trend. Like that's quite a standard trap beat. Yeah, that's real Akoi MPC music. It's grand. Yeah, she Boy. must be kind of older than than most trap artists, though. She sure. definitely is. Yeah, definitely. I mean, Lisa Bonet has a new fucking fella who's only a couple of years. What was it? What's Aquaman? What's his name? Fucking oh, Jason Momoa. Yeah. Momoa. That's her new stepdad, like Signer. He's uh, he's only like eight years older than her or something. Oh, Sick. I have to take back all those fiddles she had with herself thinking about him. Exactly. Imagine, imagine she was like pulling the box out herself, and then all of a sudden, another, like Ma another, comes home. Another Game of Thrones. Uh, <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> like Ma comes home with fucking Cal Drogo. You know what I mean? Yeah. And you have to hear them fucking railing in the next room. Sicking her, sicking her up on you. Yeah, Lenny Kravitz and Lisa Bonet is. Uh, Child, so uh, Lola Wolf is Zoe Kravitz and uh, a guy called Jimmy Giannopoulos. And uh, 
they call it electro pop. I don't know what the fuck it is. Like I said, it sounds like NPC, like Akai NPC music to me. It's just all trigger fucking boom, boom, boom. Exactly. Exactly. It's like the type of shit that someone like Little People that banged out for them in the night, but these like fucking Lola Wolf would have taken a month to make it. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, it's interesting though, because I always knew, because she went under her own name, Zoe. Yes, yeah, she done well. she done her own thing for a while. Now, apparently, what happened is, uh, listen, there's not, a lot, not an awful lot to tell you about these guys because they're, they're still floating around. So, so um, I was just thinking that on some of these later ones, like they're, they're so overshadowed by the band ah, yeah. that they don't always, unless yeah. they're good, they don't yes. really. Like, obviously, yeah. Liza Minnelli is probably the most talented of all. Yeah, probably, probably. <laughs> just because she's, she's here whenever, like. Yeah, there know. is a lot of people in his, like, who I discovered through this and I kind of like it, but. They're not, it's very hard to find any information. We're yeah, talking like exactly. Some of these didn't even have like a wiki page. I could start. Yeah, on. to start. Uh, exactly. Just, so yeah. check some interviews. Yeah, but yeah, I get you. They're, yeah. they're not always. Uh, like, uh, did, uh, so Lowell Wolf put, I've done two albums and a couple of EPs. Uh, I've done a couple of songs featuring like Miley Cyrus. And I think the last album had ASAP Rocky on it. I actually like ASAP Rocky a lot. He has a lot of great songs. Yeah. Um, yeah. So apparently when they were doing the rounds, I think they're from Brooklyn originally. Yeah, Brooklyn's where they formed it and started playing and coffee mm. shops and little venues and shit like that. And apparently they started... Very this, bohemian, uh, very, very cool. Very, very cool. So they started this, um, what would you call it? Like a, a bidding war where loads of record labels were after them, like fucking loads of record labels. Like they were, really? Yeah, they were like, fucking... They were like, sending letters back because like, they didn't want to sign with a major record label. They wanted to sign with an indie. So eventually they ended up signing to this little indie label called Inlet Records who were like a subsidiary of another kind of bigger indie label. So they're happy enough. Right. The first album came out in 2014, so they're not even around that long. So two albums in six years is pretty good and a couple of EPs and mixtapes. Mm. But without trying to fucking belittle it, like realistically, this type of music, fucking anyone that has a rough idea of how fucking music and trap works could bang out uh, fucking 10 of these in an evening and maybe pick two of them that are good. You know what I mean? This, yeah. uh, I find an awful lot of music is just, it's done maybe, by numbers. Maybe they're, maybe they're happy enough with the, the low penis of it all. hundred percent. I mean, they went out of their way to sign to an indie label. They don't want to be fucking huge. They just yeah. want to play their songs and make albums which is apparently fine I'm not giving out with it yeah. it's not it's not, no, it's not yeah. even terrible it's just not great you know what I mean yeah but like, well, for me anyway and you like, I think yeah. we have heard a lot of trap stuff we like uh, yeah there's, there's loads of great stuff out there this is not up there um, maybe they have other songs I listened to two or three other songs and everything like I said was a little bit different um, but this one I wanted Ooh. to I wanted to pick because it's, it's more in keeping with uh, I think the style of music that I wanted to make which is I like l- laptop in a coffee shop music is, is another way of, <laughs> um, another way of, yeah. of, of, you don't really need a studio. You know, you can record the vocals yeah, on yeah, a fucking yeah. iPhone and it sounds the same. It's that process. Anyway, that was uh, Lola Wolf, a house key, um, which is fine. It's fine. Uh, who is your next one? Should we just get My it going? next one is, uh, so yeah, give it a bastard. After all the 
Beach Boys, you there? I like it. We're very Beatlesy. Yeah, it's fucking all them that's, uh, harmonies. Yeah, it is. It's just so that's Danny Harrison, son of Olivia and George Harrison. Mm. So that's why it sounds like very heavily vocal harmony Beatles, mm. and also does have a touch of George Harrison's Beatles songs in there. Yeah, yeah. Actually, sounds a, could sound even slightly apart from the electronic elements. Yeah, a bit more like a, a Paul McCartney one. But yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, that's a. Uh, all about all I know about waiting. No, all about waiting. Featuring Camille Gray uh, from his debut solo album that came mm. out a few years ago called uh, "In Parallel." Um, of a that lot was of a bloke. Danny Harrison. Yeah. All right. Well, the, him and Camille Gray is obviously yeah. the girl okay. who you heard on. All right. Um, okay. Okay. All right. I thought it was him. Danny, Danny, was is, Danny is spelled D A H. Yeah, yeah. That that put, put me off first of all, and then yeah, and then I thought it was him singing. All right. Okay. So he's he's an interesting character. He's he's kind of seems like a workaholic. He's always busy touring with someone or doing his own thing or whatever like that. He celebrates. I like I like him because he celebrates his father's music. He plays his father's music all the time. Where people are doing it. Yeah, very. He cool. stood in at the at the uh, Rock and Roll Hall of Fame thing. Didn't Kelly Osbourne do like changes? Do you remember that? Changes is a Black Sabbath song. Though. Yeah, but didn't she do a version of it? She did actually. Yeah. Yeah, and it was grim. It's fucking. Uh, I had Ozzy on it as well. It's bad. Really oh, really God. Yeah, you are. You actually are, Ozzy. You really are. Right now. Yeah, right now. At this very moment, Ozzy. Anyway, Danny Harrison. Yeah, he's toured with Eric Clapton. He's uh, supported ELO. And he's even appeared on a Wu-Tang track. Really? Yeah, he appeared on The Heart Gently Weeps from the oh, Eight yeah. Diagrams. The yeah. Eight Diagrams album. So, know, obviously, so. that's, a, that's sampling or else... Very cool. It's a, a tribute to uh, my guitar gently weeps. Yeah, yeah. Um, since 2013, he's worked as a composer on loads of films and TV shows. Ooh. Nothing like that I, I want to really get too much into. Yeah, yeah. He's appeared on records with uh, Perry Farrell and Uncle. He was a major part of the Beatles rock band being made. The game oh. in 2000. Jesus, like 12 or something. Jesus, like I don't remember. I remember getting it. And it was so incredible. It was such a well. I, couldn't, was, I tell, couldn't do it. No, I play. I had Guitar Hero, and I loved Guitar Hero. But then Rock yeah. Band came out, and there was all the different instruments and all. I was like, I don't have room yeah. for all these cables. I'm just going to do it. I bought, I bought the uh, the full thing. Really? With the Beatles one, the full shabang. It was drums and everything, wasn't it? Drums, uh, bass, guitar, <sighs> vocals. So the four instruments, and then later on they released the keyboard. Fuck me! That's the amount of cables, man. Like I, just, I know I, I no, triple. No, wireless. Fuck up, are they? No wireless. Except the drums. Drums are the only thing that don't think were wireless. But yeah, Very no, cool. apart from that, all wireless. Um, the microphone was wireless uh, in the later edition. So the only thing that was really wired was the mic and the uh, drums. Yeah, the rest of it. Now they were all... Uh, uh, thing. I know that because they left right. back in and they, uh, they went all soggy and, and acidy. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 
But that Beatles uh, rock band was absolutely incredible. Like the fact that they got Beatles music onto that, where it was compartmentalized and yeah. like track by track, which is Jesus getting separate. Hard. Like getting separate fucking tape tracks is very, very difficult. Like, do you remember For, when yeah, didn't rock band didn't they do a Metallica rock band and they gave them Justice for All and somebody ripped it and remixed it so you could hear the bass? Do you remember that the bass? Yeah, and it sounded real yeah. weird. Nobody liked it. I think it was called and just bass for all. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Like that, I, yeah. I, nobody liked it. Everyone's like, oh, we've been giving it out like, this for too long. Like, it's it's hard to tell. Yeah, they they got used to it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, he's a, he completed his father's album Brainwashed after his death in 2001. Oh, savage! Uh, his father's death, not obviously his death. That'd yeah, be so obviously that'd be savage. Uh, I forgot that George Harrison was stabbed in his. I knew he was stabbed, in it, but it was in his house by a deranged fan. I didn't realize that he was stabbed. Over 40 times. Oh, for real? 40? Yeah. Fuck. In, and he, he, uh, he had part of his punctured lung removed. And Jeez. then, two years later, he got lung cancer and then Oof. brain cancer. Oh. Fucking hell. Oh. A lot of time for George Harrison. I remember fucking, yeah. it was really sad. Especially during the time he was uh, stabbed. It was massive news everywhere. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he, he finished his album and he continues on his legacy in a non-sort of... Sh- you think the Beatles, kind of like people in the Beatles, would have learned not to answer the front door themselves, like at this stage? Do you know what I mean? I don't like, know. I'd say, I don't know. I've been watching the fall lately, so I can see how people break into houses if you really want to. Oh, dude, I fucking, I told you about the time I was writing a comic about fucking, uh, this part of the comic where you had to, uh, they were trying to get rid of a body, so I went on the internet to try and find out good ways of getting rid of bodies. And like, they were all garbage oh, yeah. until I found this like one. It's always on a bodybuilding forum, right? Bodybuilding forums are just the lowest of the fucking low. And man, I read some shit. I, I, I'm sure I said it on the podcast before. I read some shit about how to get rid of a body. There was one guy who posted up this like essay about how to get rid of a body without leaving your house. And it was fucking so grim. Like, it was hundreds of 100% he did it like everybody normally other people would post up like they'd reply to the thread saying oh yeah but what if this and what if that and you'd have to be very careful with this everybody who posted up underneath this particular post was like holy shit man Jesus Christ oh my fucking god so like I now know thanks thanks to this one guy who did actually get rid of a body like without admitting it on the bodybuilding forum I now know how to get rid of a body um, in my gaff so uh, anyway, yeah, between the two of us, between the two of us, we this is the perfect crime is brewing. Like, we so, you could kill me, you could kill me. Well, we've got Ringo and we've got Paul McCartney. Still, we can we can fucking man one each. Did you look? Did you look into Paul McCartney? Son to put him on this, and I was like, no, 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 not doing it, man. Yeah. And he also and, his, and his son looks too weird, man. I can't look at him even. He's mad. Looking. He's fucking mad looking. It looks like fucking. He, he, he looks like Odo from D Space Nine wearing a Paul McCartney mask. So I don't want them to do with him. I can't. He's he too odd looking. He looks like, yeah, and butters mixed in with butters yeah. from South Park. <laughs> Shit, okay, we've insulted the Beatles and family. Let's move on. Who's your next one? Okay, I'll play the, play the next one here. This is shite, by the way. Just, just so you know. It's Quite enough for that shit. Um, that was that. Yeah, gar- absolute dire fucking binge use garbage. That was um, <laughs> that was uh, Little Romeo. Little Romeo is the son of Master P. 
okay? And, right. Uh, he, doesn't, he doesn't go under the name Lil Romeo anymore. He's still making albums and shit like that. I think he's called... What's he called himself? Big Shoes to Film Master P. Fucking right. I mean, I watched a documentary about Master P. I'm actually not that mad at the Master P's album. Uh, no, Master I'm P's not music. mad at him. Grand, it's fine. It's fine. Important. Exactly. He's, he's more important than he is good. He has one or two yeah. songs that are fucking outrageously good. But like the rest of it, it's just whatever. Um, but I think, what does he call himself now? We call it Romeo Miller, he calls himself. And uh, he still releases albums and shit like that. But he's a... Uh, man, he's one of these like little... Like his outfit is a full grinder. You know what I mean? His outfit is just walk, 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 get good. Come from nothing, yeah. get good. <laughs> and the son... Son got like definitely got that that fucking gene in him, like you know. Uh, yeah. He had his own, he got his own Nickelodeon show that ran for three seasons. Uh, <clears throat> in between, while he was doing that, released a lot of albums, released a lot of mixtapes, um, started acting in movies and TV shows, created his own clothing line, played college Ooh. basketball, um, like got in on a scholarship. He was that good at basketball, he got That's in on cool. a scholarship. You know what I mean? Even though he was minted, he didn't need it. He got in on a scholarship. Um, apparently. One of the reasons he got in on a scholarship, this is only weird when I read this, his like best mate also played basketball on his team. And his best mate was like ranked number three in all of America at like college basketball fucking, fucking shit or whatever. Mm. And like <clears throat> this young fella thought, he was like, my best mate is fucking Romeo Miller. And like we play really, really good together. And I don't know if I'd be able to like play proper college ball without him with me. So they just worked out a deal. Where it fucking it was like okay, Romeo Miller is good enough to get um to get the scholarship, but so was just me. So they kind of took the two of them as a two for one type right. of deal, and off they went. Still, I think he's I think he might be finished college now, um because he's still pretty young. He was like born in nineteen eighty nine. Sounds so he, he, he's five, five years old singing that song. He, he was I think eleven or twelve when that song came out. That right. song was huge. That like I made, remember it. No, I remember uh, it. Yeah, <laughs> that made it into the charts and all that song. It was really, really big. He, uh, it's obviously, his dad, Master P, wrote it and produced it and just brought the young fella in. They've done that yeah. stupid thing that they were got, all got kids. the Michael Jackson sample, which must yeah, cost a Cost bomb. a fortune, exactly. Um, but like they, they do that thing with they do with all fucking kids, uh, kid songs, where they like, like double track everything till it's fucking painful. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. So it sounds like there's like 18 of the little bastards singing. And it's even that chipmunk syndrome butters the fuck shit on me. I hate it. Uh, the song itself, like I said, fucking dort. His uh, elfla is really important. <laughs> his, his ma is a woman called uh, Sonia C, who was also one of the uh, signed to No Limit. She was in like a group that Master P put together. When everybody was putting together the kind of rap stables, yeah. um, she was on that. Uh, he done some soundtrack for some movie there a while ago. And he's now re- releasing like. Because he's a fucking man, he's releasing like adult albums with cursing and riding in them. He's no longer. Oh, he did a full sex in a woman. Exactly. I done the sex inside her. Um, But yeah, that was uh, Lil Romeo, now known as Romeo Miller, uh, with an absolute garbage song called My Baby. I I hope he didn't have a baby at age 11. Uh, That would be real weird. Who is your next one? Um, Give it a bash, sure. I think people will recognize it off the bat.
10 out of 10 song all day every day I do not like that song do you not I know I know I'm wrong I'll give you that oh it's so good it's the second song in a row with Michael Jackson on it yeah I'll give you that (laughs) but I I, I know I'm wrong but I fucking I just do not like that song well I know why some people don't like it and it's because it sounds like he's singing like the butler from the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air for no reason I don't know he's like I'm in an average man in an average house. He puts on an, an old man English accent. For like, that's yeah, like, bizarre. The, he's that not rock. even in the good bit of the song. Like, it's just that, that, no. that's, like, that's what annoys so that's, me. That's uh, Kenny William Gordy, a.k.a. Rockwell, son of Margaret Norton and Barry Gordy Jr., the founder of Motown Records. And <laughs> major producer, A&R guy, superstar, like the... You've best of the best, Qu- like. Quincy Jones and Clive Davis and mm. Barry Barry Gordy, like in a row. Yeah. They're, uh, Do you watch top, a documentary on Clive Davis? Not watch yet. Watch it. No. It's very good. Very good. Not yet. I didn't know he was bisexual. For real. When I was like, this came up because, and then uh, my dad came out as bisexual. I was like, hey. Jesus, mad. Mm. I mean, it's, it's statistically, of course, natural that that will happen. But it just yes. Clive Davis, man, that takes fucking stones. Big time. To put on television. It was bad again. Time. Everyone said to him. People were like, I was surprised and also I'm not surprised. It's like he's yeah. 10 years ahead of everyone else or something mm. all, at all times. Just naturally that he's onto the next thing. Yeah. <laughs> he's just it's finding out new things and yeah. b- better ways to be, I don't know, Clive Davis. Uh, anyway, back to the very small part I have about Kenny William Gordy. Yeah. Not to be confused with the drum and bass guy, Rockwell, who mm. I don't care about at all. I care about this song. Um, he, he he apparently got kicked out of his gaff mm. but apparently started working on music at home and uh, one of the A&R guys I think that worked with Barry Gordy heard it was like that's actually alright really uh, we need, need, need a big hook and they, they got Michael Jackson in behind Barry Gordy's back oh for uh, really yeah I thought he was pushed on I, I, I had an image of this going Barry Gordy going to Michael Jackson you sing on my son's song yeah that's the way they, I were, was they were buddies like they, no they were buddies like they hung yeah. out like because they were hanging around pool parties for years all the time. Yeah, yeah. so he brought the song to his dad he said listen to my song and mm. Barry Gordy was like you know what that's actually worth me releasing on Motown that's Jeez. a good song yeah. and he goes I, I recognise that uh, voice he's like it's Michael he's like Get the fuck out of here. That's Michael. <laughs> yeah, that's the story. Yeah, yeah. in my head, the story was, Michael, you will sing on my son's song. Yes, yes. But it's, that's uh, the it's way actually, I... Yeah, it's his son. It's his son with a mistress. I don't know if that makes any difference to the story. Okay. That he didn't, maybe... Mm-hmm. I think he was. I don't know what, what house he was living in. Was he living in the house with Barry Gordy's wife or his mom, who was mm. a different woman? Anyway, I listened to this album. It's actually not bad. It's, this album sold... Mad, mad amount as well, based on this song. Of course, of course. Um, it sounds different in every song. I can't fig- figure out what he's trying to do, what his voice yeah. is. Yeah. But uh, yeah, that's Rockwell. He uh, mm. There's also a cover of the Beatles' Tax, Tax Man on this really? album, written by George Harrison. So there's a link back to George. There you go. And Michael Jackson on LinkedIn. Uh, <laughs> two years ago, he was arrested for allegedly beating up a woman with a chair in a hotel. Fuck. Uh, after she demanded payment uh, by him, she had to have loads of surgeries and stuff. Ooh. Fucking hell, Rockwell. No need for that. No good. No bueno. No. Fuck. I feel like I owe someone a lot of money. He, he does. He, I think he's pay. Uh, he that's going to cost a fortune. 25 grand. Fucking hell. And a new chair. A new like, chair. That's an awful lot. Like, fuck, Fucking man. Hell. 
Man, if he had went to prison, he'd definitely feel like people are watching him all the time. <laughs> I always Very feel like son. somebody's washing me <laughs> up my brown eye. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Fuck. Right, who's your next one? Uh, my next one is my last one. My yeah, last, last one. one. And it's uh, my favourite one that I picked tonight. I, I only discovered it recently, and I'm, I really, really like I'm going to play it, play a bit of it now. I enjoy yeah. this a lot. So right. that that is uh, Ellie King. Okay? Let me guess. Let me guess. Let me guess. Let me guess. All right. Can I guess? Yeah. I don't know, but I'm going to guess. All right. King, daughter of Adele King, twink. Nope. <laughs> you'll, you'll never guess whose daughter this is. <laughs> it's just impossible. It's fucking right. impossible because it's so mad left field that it's it would honest to God be if you tried to if you tried to pick someone that you thought would be a mad choice, you'd still be way off. Really? Um, right. Ellie King is Rob Schneider's daughter. Well, I know. I would never have gotten that. <laughs> exactly. So Rob like, Schneider. Does he, our, does he turn up all our gigs and go, you can do it. Yeah. Cut her fucking head off. Yeah. <laughs> fucking Rob, Rob Schneider <laughs> from Juice <laughs> Bigelow. both of those things are our gig. You um, can do it. Cut her fucking head off. <laughs> exactly. Um, so yeah, Rob Schneider is her fucking dad, which blew my fucking mind. Like it's batshit, it, man. That's a good um, song. I really, really I've heard like it. that song. I've heard it. Yeah, I've like heard it. Before. Them, but, yeah. it but it's nice, nice um, stuff. Yeah. It's a particular uh, th- that style of music is real big now, uh, or it was big for a while. And uh, I, I, like I said, I need to look into this because I like that a lot, and I want to find out if yeah. she was kind of just jumped on that bandwagon or whether she was involved in it at the start. Uh, so. Her instrument of choice this is weird. Her instrument of choice is banjo. So it's banjo on that's that song. A tough, that's a tough one. Yeah. So apparently she saw a band which was younger. She saw a band that used the banjo as like an accompanying instrument as opposed to like a bluegrass style kind of lead yeah. instrument, you know? So it's not the one that it's just like plonking and jangling away in the background. Yeah. So I, I think that like that distortion you hear on that it sounds like a guitar. I think that's a fucking banjo. Um she plays guitar as well, but I think it's banjo on most of the tracks. That's her instrument of choice. So apparently when she was a kid, she was obsessed with like Blondie and the Runaways and shit like that. Then she got into country music and ACDC and all this nonsense. And uh, she uh, decided, she, when she saw this band that had a banjo player just playing alongside all the rest of the instruments and not standing out, she was like, oh, this is exactly what I want to do. So she's got two, two albums out so far. I'm 100%. I'm, I'm sold off this song. I'm going to go looking. Um, for more of it probably tomorrow when I'm walking around we're going to throw this on and have a mm. proper list of it um, she actually appeared in Juice Bigelow she was in Juice Bigelow really? um, as a baby yeah yeah she done a little bit of acting work because it was just a family fucking thing wasn't it 
and yeah. uh, Sorry. <laughs> kind <laughs> of, yeah, exactly, <laughs> kind of. Um, what was the name of his his other one? It was like Big Big Ron or something like that. We had to go to the jail. Oh, it was oh, so terrible. Like, so yeah, many. and I, I like him, but he's oh, just yeah. really so much scutter. So much. He, t- and he turns up on the scuttery Adam Sandler ones as well. Yeah, yeah. I was yeah. in all the Adam Sandler ones, like all of them. As um, a foreign guy. He's, a, he's either a foreign guy or he's just a hillbilly or he's something. And he always shouts yeah. that you can do it. That was the gimmick. Um, I think that started, was that started in, uh, was it Happy Water Gilmore? Boys. Was it Happy Gilmore? I think he was in Happy Gilmore for a second show. Happy Gilmore or Waterboy? Yeah, he's definitely Water in Waterboy. Water. I remember that because it's like they were chasing him and shit like that. And he was yeah. in Little, Little Nicky and he was in all of them. I don't uh, think he's the worst film ever. It's pretty bad. It's also, it's also for, 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 for good reason, it's kind of the forgotten Adam Sandler movie. Um, that's when I knew. I was like, I was mad into, everyone was mad into Adam Sandler. That's I'm going. Yeah. He's never going to release a bad film, even though Billy Madison is very, very touch and go. Oh, I yeah, love then, Billy Madison. Oh, I love Little Nicky. What's I'm saying? Yeah, like some yeah. people liked this, some people didn't. Little yeah. Nicky came out, and everyone and I went, Dyer. Why is he? Why is he talking like that? And yeah, he's yeah. Hell, he's me, me, Jesus Christ! The whole film. emo, co- e- emo yeah. kind of hair. Oh, the man. whole film. He's, he was meant to be Saint and Son, wasn't he? Yeah, I'm gonna watch oh, it again. It's, it's fucking Dyer. I have an action figure of his dog. Remember the dog that like shot his, <laughs> yeah. that shot pit, like, pissed on people and killed them. I have an action figure of that dog that I bought off a fucking, uh, I bought off a, a homeless dude who I had a little set up on the street once selling junkie found the bins. And uh, the dog, you lift its leg and its dick turns sideways and shoots an arrow out with its dick. So I had to buy it, obviously. Um, I had yeah, to buy it, of course. Uh, so yeah listen that's Ellie King I've nothing else to say the song's called X's and O's um, I Crap. really like the song um, and I'm going to go looking for it again and I still can't believe that's Rob Schneider's daughter uh, well, shall we play your last one yes let, let, let us leave let us let us Nice lo-fi R&B sound by yep. Stella Santana. I mean, if that doesn't give it away, yeah, yeah, hmm, how yeah. could it be? It's yeah, it's the daughter of Deborah King and Carlos Santana. Uh, like I said, it's, it's kind of it's very hard to find information on this. I kind of put it on, going, oh, this is kind of interesting, so I put it on last, and mm. I didn't have time to really change it because it was so little information yeah. on Stella Santana, yeah. who seems like I checked out a lot of interviews, and it's like I like. Uh, Memes and ice cream. I was like, okay, so, sounds that's cool. See you later. Yeah, yeah. Like I, I, I read two or three interviews, and it was more like, yeah, like a real. She seems sound like mad. Sound. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I love my dad and my mom. They're so influential. They're influential on my career, and my life, stuff like that. I'm like, give me some mad shit. Like, yeah, where's the juice? No, I didn't. Me- yeah. I didn't mention earlier that like uh, Sting's uh, child has no sense of smell. They fell off a chair in a restaurant and cracked their skull open. 
Fuck. Nothing like that in this. Yeah. Couldn't yeah. anything. Couldn't get anything. Um, what I did find out was yeah. that Deborah King and Carlos Santana aren't married anymore. Santana, a few years ago, married Cindy Blackman, who was the drummer right. for Book Ahead and Lenny Kravitz. You might recognize her from uh, the Are You Gonna Go My Way video. Yeah, in yeah. The in the background. I'll tell you this about that that song, that, uh, that Stella Santos song. Uh, that, yeah. ba- that bass sound is bananas. Yeah, it's, it's got a wobbly bass sound. Yeah, it's particularly boomy. Like, that's EQ'd into fucking hell and back again. Like, it's, I, I kind of like it. It's hard to do that. I can't do that anyway. I have no idea how to get that that, that sound dumb. bass on the takes over, doesn't yeah. Like the the one from uh, Hip Hop by Dead Press. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's oh. tough, isn't it? It's not how yeah, you do that shit. You need, you need to, you need to, that's where science comes into it. You need to get a producer to come and go, yeah. well, I want the bass sound that loud, but I don't want it to eat every instrument. Yeah. Like, I don't know, it's like putting basil in something. you got to know how much to put in. Gotta, you I just lash basil into everything. No, I don't even garbage. have I just fucking if I'm making sauce and all it's fucking all that how much you can put in yeah. all of it it's like yeah. spinach you can put like a bag the size of a pillow into it and like, you come out with like a fucking you know sugar cube yeah. which is fucking I love basil give me all I eat raw and all give me it's delicious so her grandfather is Saunders King a very uh, famous musician uh, that I have never heard of before that because no, I don't know everything I don't know Saunders King maybe massive in the I think it's I think it's Deborah King. Obviously, Deborah. I was trying to figure out whether it was Santana's da or Deborah King's da. I'm yeah. going to go with Saunders King. Do you reckon? Deborah King. <laughs> yeah. That's it. Uh, I don't, unfortunately, it was too late to get some. I was going to put Lisa Marie Presley in there and I was like, oh, it's almost worse, too obvious. Yeah. But although we did, uh, we did, we did crack open some juice in this episode. Oh, there was some fucking dirt in there. Um, yeah. Some absolute dirt. So I, I, I enjoyed that one. I enjoyed that one, I have to say. Um, yeah, I it. like I like learning about uh, people's children where they live. <laughs> no, oh, we mentioned Michael Jackson earlier, and I never mentioned that he is uh, an alleged fiddler. What? I don't know what's happening. Apparently, it has to be mentioned uh, every time, every yeah. single time, every single. I, time. I was doing that. I was doing that so many times. It got boring, and I stopped doing it. Yeah, exactly. People you want were, more. People want me. You were you were shooting yourself in the foot before someone else done it. That's yeah. So, uh, so I, I should have mentioned earlier that when Michael Jackson's name was mentioned, he had charges uh, mm. on his death uh, before yeah. his death, uh, pending about uh, the old fiddling. There we go. Uh, the old. That might, this might sound like it's coming out of nowhere, but just uh, yeah, it was that. All right, folks, that's uh, <laughs> that's it for this week. Uh, back in next week, back on Saturday with more of the Lost Art TV. Which great. Oh no, hang on. By the time they hear this, we might. Not. Are we? Are we? That can work for probably. What else are we gonna do? That last one was that. That last one was a load of fun. The first one was loads of fun, and the one that, that is bit... it's going to happen oh. that will have happened in the past. We're caught in the time loop again. Um, I hope that goes well with Al from Rowan Co. Um, but either way, we're back with another podcast next week. Um, yes. Lostartpodcast.com and give us a dig out patreon.com forward slash. Please do that. Um, Sorry. No. <laughs> yeah you are yeah bold people uh, we're back again uh, next week folks uh, good night thank you see ya